Welcome to Your Highness Podcast, a show where we get comfortable with the uncomfortable, uncover areas of cannabis where accessibility and inclusiveness are lacking, and elevate conversations about ways to affect real change in this space. You're listening to Your Highness Podcast. Today, I am joined by Kima Ogden of Top Notch THC. How are you doing today, Kima? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me. (laughs) So we will start this episode as we start every episode with our recurring segment called Fave Pot and Fave Not Pot, where each of us talks about our current favorite cannabis-related thing at the moment and our favorite non-cannabis-related thing. Um, And I'm going to start with mine. If you listen at all to this podcast, you know that I love a good hemp cigarette (laughs) or hempette, apparently, is what they're called now. (laughs) 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 I've never been one to be like up on the terms. But anyway, um, I was sent a couple of samples from Sugar Cali. Creme by Sugar is what the uh, brand name. It's, It's a line of hemp cigarettes that have like they have like flavors. There's peppermint, vanilla, or sugar. Um, I mean, not not vanilla, but it tasted kind of like vanilla. Anyway, it, it's really interesting. It's oh no, they do have vanilla. They have vanilla, original, and peppermint. Um, and it was just a really nice uh, smoke. I I didn't have any of the you know nasty smells, so I really don't usually when I smoke hemp, but. <laughs> It was a nice product, and I'm I'm really um, happy about being sent up the, the samples, obviously. But I'm really happy about the price point because they're uh, they sell each package, which is 20 counts, for eleven dollars and fifty cents. So it's affordable, and that's always a big plus. Uh, what's your fave pot right now, Kima? Um, you know I. I look at, uh, when it comes to flour, I don't personally partake in flour too much. So, right. but I can tell you from a, a business standpoint, like what some of the favorites are and what sure. you know we like to, to hold for people because we know, you know, um, what they like and you know, what the consumers are looking for. But, yeah. um, one of the products that we are actually launching is our own flowers. It's Paramount. It, so I obviously love that. I love our, our own products. Um, you know, we've been testing our products um, internally for a very long time. My partners have been growing for a very long time. Um, so um, obviously, if I have, when I when I do partake in flower, which is occasionally, you know, obviously I love our own brand, but um, also. Um, some of the more popular brands that we love to carry, we love to promote as uh, Takao. It's always a great one. We have a partnership with them. Um, you know, that's one of the fan favorites um, as well. So um, as well as Greenway, um, Nature's Chemistry is also great. So we love, you know, we love those those brands. Nice. See, I'm in Maryland, so no, that all sounds brand new to me. So <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe know, someday I, I can try it. Just- Right. I normally don't like throw brands out there because it is like that. You know, you never know yeah. uh, where they're at. But um, but hey, you come to Vegas, ask for Paramount. That's our our own local brand. Paramount. Well, I have friends in Vegas and I'm definitely going to tell them to do that. And I hope that I will be there 
some point next year uh, to visit at least. That would be amazing. I would love to come and visit your dispensary, by the way. Yeah, well, we would love to have you. It'd be, it'd be great, so let us know. Yeah. So moving on to the fave not pot section, I believe I might have said this one before, but like on days like today, I'm always looking for something to give me an extra energy boost. Um, and no, I'm not hungover from 420. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not, but it feels like it. It's just one of those days where I'm having a hard time uh, waking up. So uh, my fave pot, or my fave not pot right now is from Anima Mundi Apothecary, and it's Brazilian ginseng tonic. Um, it's in a powdered form, so you can mix it with your juice or whatever. I like to put it with like a green tea or juice, and it gives you just like a nice little boost without being jittery or like wide awake for the rest of the night. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I'm liking right now. What's your fave not pot? Oh man, I mean, I I like the the CBD um, gummies. I take a lot of tinctures, um, mm. oils at night as well to to kind of relax without throwing out a random brand that may not be in everyone's <laughs> neighborhood. I I definitely I tend to go with um, high you know CBD. Um, at, in the evenings, I would. That's my favorite thing to do. It helps me relax, helps me sleep. I should say there are quite a few listeners in Vegas as well. So if you do mention brands, it might be helpful. But that's great. I love high CBD. I'm I'm really the, I'm really into high CBD these days. <laughs> yeah, me too. I promote it all the time. I'm like, your, your toe hurts. Take some CBD. You know, yeah. it doesn't even matter what it is. I'm like. <laughs> You know, yeah, we're like the grandpa in a the big fat Greek wedding with the Windex. Like, put some CBD on it. Yeah, put some, <laughs> some Windex on it, just spraying people with CBD. You know, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's you know, it sounds cliche, but it really does help a lot of things. And it it's natural, and it's and if you're afraid of THC component or the psychedelic component, you know, this is this is a great. Um, a great medicine for people. Yeah. Um, so I do do that myself. I promote it all the time to, to people who are not really, um, you know, they're a little sketchy on cannabis yeah. in general. But most people will will try CBD when you when you tell them how it helps. Yeah, and I bet you deal with that every single day with the work that you do. People that are a little bit iffy or cautious or even opponents of the THC. But before we talk about that, let's talk about how you are the first black woman to own a cannabis dispensary in Nevada with top-notch THC. Mm-hmm. How was the industry, or how has the industry changed since you opened this retail space? Well, kind of touching back to what you just said, uh, it really has changed um, in the sense of education. I feel like people mm-hmm. are more comfortable with consuming in different ways. Um, I feel like people are open, more open to, um, to learning more about different products and trying different things that they never tried before. Um, when, when before, you know, we had dispensaries, people only really, most people only knew about flour. Um, they didn't even know that, you know, or they might've had, you know, uh, an edible experience from someone who just made brownies at their house or something. So, you know, um, I think just seeing the consumer evolve has been an, an interesting change. Um, and we really focus on education still at Top Notch. So um, we can, we feel like we contribute a lot to that. 
That's amazing. I, I love that you focus so much on education because I, I saw that you referenced the dispensary as kind of like a cheers for the neighborhood. And, you know, when you initially think that, you think like, oh, it's because you feel comfortable there. But it's also an empowering environment because you're educating people. Um, so what are some of the biggest challenges you face when opening Tax Scotch? Um, there's so many, um, but uh, challenges that are big in, in the cannabis space, especially because we were the first ones out the door. Um, you know, um, banking issues, money, um, financial, financial issues when it comes to financing, right. um, location, um, you know, the stigmas behind people being in the neighborhood now. Right. Um, a lot and of those lies. Did you have something, some kind of issue with supply um, in, in the beginning? I thought I read something about that, how you weren't able to supply your shelves in the in the beginning with product when everyone else was, but now they don't have the supply or there was something there. That well, was like no, that was um, when it went from medical to recreational, mm -hmm. um, there was a rollout day. Um, oh, okay. that particular day, we didn't get approved. Some glitch happened in the system, in the county, in the state system. So beyond our control, in a sense. So yeah. we had to approve everyone individually, um, and their process was, you know, everyone's working out the kinks. Yeah. Um, and so their process had kinks in itself, and no, we weren't able to to roll out the same day. You know, people were like waiting in line at midnight. Wow. You know, so we missed that rush, but but um, but as you mentioned, no, that was me pointing out that it kind of worked in our favor because yeah. everyone ran out of inventory that day. And we had an abundance. We have basically over-ordered. And so because there, a lot of other people ran out of inventory, we were able to kind of benefit a day later um, or two days later when everyone else kind of, you know, couldn't couldn't supply people from that point um, until they ordered again and stuff right. restocked, you know? Yeah. Wow. Um, so can you talk about how your work has changed the community perception of plant medicine? I mean, I, you know, it's hard to gauge, you know, all you do is you go out there and, and do your best. You know, you, yeah. you, you talk about the issues, you bring awareness. Um, it's hard to measure how that changes, um, you know, the community. But I know that, um, like I mentioned before, I think how Top Notch has approached um, this industry and staying true to the patient model where we have a bud tender with every customer that comes in so that we can answer questions, talk about products, talk about different ways to consume if they have questions. Mm -hmm. um, that's an experience that is unique in most dispensaries. We, you know, most people go in, they just shop and, and that's that, but we actually have that personal, um, personal piece. Um, and I think because of that, it changed the perception of, of, how to consume, how, how to be safe when consuming, you know, it changed the, the, the stereotypes of like who comes in there is more comfortable. So I think just doing those things um, really helped people be more comfortable with, with how they view consumption. Right. So you are creating opportunities for accessible healthcare in many different ways, things that don't even have to do with cannabis, but do you, See, do you find a lot of parallels in your foundation work with the work you do in the cannabis industry? 
Absolutely. Um, everything I do is health, wellness, and education based. Um, mm -hmm. So even my foundation and nonprofit work, um, working in a nonprofit community clinic where we do, um, you know, help underserved population with medical needs. I mean, holistic care is, um, is in the same boat. Um, right. It's all connected. Um, it's an, op an option for patients. So, yeah, it, it does work parallel with each other. Um, and so when I look at um, medic, you know, uh, health and wellness, you know, you could you really just it's a no brainer to bring it all together full circle. Health is a full circle. It's it, you know, you have to have a healthy body and a healthy mind. You can't have one without the other. And we really promote that in our nonprofit work and we promote that in, the, in our cannabis space. So I think it does help. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I mean, I imagine a lot of the communities that you're working with have some intersections with the cannabis industry. I mean, it's, I think it happens naturally. It's just harder for us to see it, us being, you know, society, <laughs> this world, mm -hmm. right, as a whole. Like, we're, we're having a hard time, I think, intersecting where it all connects, right? Like, but it all does connect. It's, it's health. It's under the same umbrella. I, I sound like I'm losing my mind a little bit over here because I've had to, <laughs> I, as a writer, I have to justify this to editors when I pitch them and they're like, well, how does, what does that have to do with cannabis? And I'm like, well, doesn't it all have to do with cannabis? If it is a plant and we are saying it's under the umbrella of health and wellness and holistic, uh, you know, care, then oh, it, it's, it's absolutely, um, it's absolutely connected to health and wellness. I don't, I don't even see how anyone could look at it any other way. Um, you know, to me, it's like saying, you know, uh, the sky's not blue. I, it's just, it's unheard of. Um, so yeah. that's why education is important. You know, people right. just don't know how to connect those things, but no matter how anyone partakes in cannabis, whether they don't consider themselves a patient, it's still medical, right? It's still helping you in some fashion, even if you, if it's just helping you to relax at night, yes. it's still helping. And it, and, and, and you get both, you get a double benefit because even though you don't, think you need it medically, it's actually helping you in some way you don't right. even know about. Yes, I, I, I can't get over how people are still like, I don't use it medically, but it's like, no, you do, though. <laughs> you use you it do. medically. <laughs> right. You know how you go home and you want to relax? Okay, that is, you know, that's a medical thing. Like, that's, right. it helps you. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm totally, you know, it, it totally works parallel. I just don't see how you cannot connect it parallel. Right. Parallel. And I know that you you have some experience in your family with people who you might have not thought were going to embrace it and then they did, right? Once you have these discussions, it's like, duh. <laughs> right. And, you know, and the and the data's out there now. And yes. you know, it, it's it's really um, for anyone to have any other type of opinion, um, it just means they're not they're not paying attention to the research and the education. Or, yeah, or they're being, being willfully ignorant because it benefits them financially, which is most likely the case. <laughs> yeah, we deal with all the time and big corporations for sure. Yes, I bet you see that a lot. Um, can you talk about, <laughs> on that note, can you talk about your experience being on the Nevada Cannabis Compliance Board's Cannabis Advisory Commission? Wow, that is a mouthful. <laughs> 
<laughs> what so, is the acronym for that, NC? Well, it's actually the Nevada um, Cannabis, it's actually the Nevada Compliance, uh, Cannabis Compliance Board. So it's okay. NCC. So they just call it NCC. Now I'm part of the, um, I'm part of the um, Cannabis Advisory Commission. So they, I'm an advisor on that board. And, you know, the experience has been great. You know, the only thing that we've been able to work on so far is the, the, the lounges, um, helping with social uh, equity and inclusion and um, diversity, putting language in, in some of the regulations and um, to include those things and how that is, um, you know, how we can structure that to, to be fair into the, in, in the community for who has the opportunity to partake in this. Mm -hmm. So that experience has been amazing. Um, just being able to be a, have a seat at the table to have some influence on how to incorporate social inclusion and, and diversity. Um, so, you know, I'm very grateful to be a part of that process. Have you seen it roll out really well? And, and I mean, like, are you seeing good things come of it so far, you know, or are you seeing a lot of frustration? No, I mean, you know, it's good. It's great that they've included this piece, you know, that they are serious about it. They put a committee together of people like myself and others in the community that are lobbying for, you know, social advocacy and, and patient advocacy and things of that nature. Um, and so, um, you know, just that alone is a big deal, um, having a seat at the table, having a voice. Um, but there is still a lot of work to be done. I mean, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to happen this is just a stepping stone to the, to what really needs to happen in the industry for those things to make real change. So yeah, I, I think it, I, I feel like it's going well. Um, it's a start. You got to start somewhere. Some States are a lot further behind in this process and we do, you know, have a long way to go, but you got to start with the seat at the table. You got to start um, with the voice and the people being open to, to listening to that. And they have, they've incorporated some of those suggestions that we've made. They've, you know, we've had to make some adjustments to those, but, you know, otherwise it's been a great experience. Right. I know you mentioned lounges and, and is that something that isn't happening in Vegas right now? Are they um, preparing for consumption lounges? Yeah, they, they are. Um, yep. They're putting the regulations together still, uh, the, the process for applying and different things like that. The whole goal is to have that roll out this year. Um, so that's, that's an exciting piece because it's a low, um, low barriers to entry for minorities that, you know, it'll be an easier, um, way to get into the industry for, for minority groups. Um, at least that's the, the goal. So, you know, creating opportunity for, for people who otherwise may not have an opportunity to get in is always a great thing in this industry. Absolutely. Are you hoping to add that to your uh, business in the future, the, the consumption lounges in your dispensary? Yeah, absolutely. We will, um, we will be uh, applying for our lounge license. Every dispensary owner has the opportunity to apply for that. Um, and obviously they have a non-owner um, opportunities as well, but, but we will have an opportunity. We will definitely take that opportunity. Well, I'm excited to see what how that all plays out. <laughs> yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, so is there anything you would like to promote, or do you have any calls to action before we end? 
Well, one thing I would tell people is if you really want to follow, you know, the industry and people trying to to create opportunity and change, um, you know, um, please support um, Doctors for Cannabis Regulations. Um, that's part of the organization I'm a part of. Um, it's an advocacy, advocacy group of physicians and people like myself that really are focused on um, making recommendations and, and support public health, um, make, you know, for, we advocate for legal legalization and uh, regulation reform, making sure that it's properly regulated. Um, and uh, we do a lot of work with education and things like that. So um, going in, supporting um, Doctors for Cannabis Regulations as a member, just keeping up with what we're doing is something that I would encourage people to do. And that's how they can help in a small way. That's amazing. And anything with Top Notch THC that you'd like to talk about or anything else? Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously we have, you, know, you have like so many things to go through. It's like, right. you're not you know, um, your foundation. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for asking. I mean, top notch, obviously we're constantly growing there. Um, we, if you haven't been visited us in the past year, I would suggest anybody go back. We've opened up a new, um, wing of our dispensary where we ex expanded it. Um, it, it's amazing, um, for us to be able to grow that way. Um, so I encourage people to come by, see our new footprint if they haven't already and, um, and, you know, just support us so that we can continue to support the patients in the community. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate everything that you're doing and I hope that you can come back on sometime to talk more. No, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I had a, I had fun talking to you. <laughs> um, I appreciate that, you know, your interest in everything that I have going on and, and I thank you for your time, too. Until next time, stay high and beautiful. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Your Highness Podcast or on Twitter at Highness Podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe.